The caretakers nearly sent that repulsive rodent back to his precious lady of graves. Their fortune rides upon a knife's edge. I need only continue to sharpen it and wait for them to falter. Their overconfidence will do the rest. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I am your GM Trevor, and we got five sacks of shit right here playing games with me. I don't know why I still put up with them. Trevor, did you go off your meds again? <laughs> yes. How to too. Who are you and what have you done with Trevor? No, I just just tired, man. Tired of your guys' bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of this Midwest winter. It's it was not it's not been that cold actually. It's like only it was like twenty five degrees today. It was freezing here today, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40, 46. It was 46 today. Oof. He says he bit into a ripe avocado. 46. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was in the 50s here, too. It was, it, was, it was about 45, 46 degrees like two days ago. Yeah, and that was wonderful. Oh, my God. You think seasonal depression isn't real until like it hits 50 degrees all of a sudden and it feels like you just pop Molly. Yeah. There's a reason why they call it sad. It hailed here twice in a row. Hmm. Like dumped. It looked like it snowed, but it was all hail. Gross. Yeah. That would be it's, awful. Uh, yeah. I remember being on the phone with you the other day and you're like, do you hear that? That's hail. Remember? That was, yep. that was, yeah. just, that was what, yesterday or day before? Yeah. Two days ago. Yeah. Gross. So how was like the 504? <laughs> hey, it's the 405, <laughs> damn it. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> I live Five. right next to it. <laughs> I'm sure that hail caused a lot of traffic. I'm thinking of the 504 area code, which is um, Greater New Orleans. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Mr. <laughs> Mr. 305. There we go. <laughs> For the listeners, Trevor has activated a strobe light inside of his uh, <laughs> inside of his The multicolored office. strobe light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can put like the jellyfish rock behind it. Yeah, you know, right I, from SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, there's that, there's that bread tube lighting. Yeah, right. Mm, I think we yeah. need to incorporate one SpongeBob joke per episode at this point. If we haven't already. <laughs> I think I did Alaskan bullworm at one point already. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. it was great. <laughs> you know what else is great? I watched a strike happen in real time today. Oh, shit. For real? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I work for a delivery company. I think I've already specified that. But I was um, at a location earlier today. And uh, it's in a town that's like right above the border of, uh, I believe it's Indiana. Like it's not even five minutes away. And uh, so I had to drive all the way down there. And when we arrive, there's already a transport van that is unloading product. And by Michigan law, two transport vans cannot be unloading at the same time. I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason. But we had another pickup that we could do just down the street. There's like legitimately six or seven different locations all within like about a half mile of oh, each I other. Bet, like two dudes that were both carrying totes full of razor blades just ran into each other and fucking dropped them and it just went <laughs> fucking everywhere. <laughs> and they were like, this has happened one too many times. Never again. There needs to be legislation preventing so, this. Yeah, I, Wait, I, I have no idea. You've got fireworks. I've got razor blades. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we went down the street to go pick up some some other product and like do a cash drop. And uh, then we came back. The The other van was still unloading. They were taking forever. And uh, so I just like pulled like halfway out of this lot and into like the adjacent dirt lot just so I could make sure the van behind me had enough space to leave so I could just back straight up to where he had to go because that's where we have to unload at this location. And uh, while I'm doing that, there's like there's like nine or ten cars to my right 
that are it, that's usually like a good indication of where employees park at these kind of locations. Like they're just always off to the side or in an adjacent lot somewhere. And um, we're sitting here for like 45, almost 50 minutes waiting for these guys to unload. And we're thinking it's just taking them forever because they did have a lot of boxes. But this location doesn't normally count shit very long. And uh, all of a sudden, I noticed that all of the workers walked out of the side door and they all walked to their cars at the same time. And then they all like drove around and formed a big line in the front of the building. And then they all got out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're just milling around for a while. And I'm just like trying to pass the time on my phone. I'm like, did they just all go to lunch or something? That's really fucking annoying because it's like 1230, almost one. Then all of a sudden, I notice they have like pizza. They're getting pizza out and handing it to everybody, and then they're just pulling out picket signs. Just all this, like, and then I look up and I'm like, I talk to my hopper. I'm like, they have signs. He's like, what do you mean they have signs? I'm like, they have picket signs. Like they're protesting or something. He's like, no, the fuck they don't. He gets out and he walks around. And he's like, they're on strike. Like he walks back and gets in the van, and I'm like, what are they on strike about? And they they have like really shitty marker on poster board, and it's kind of like gloomy and hard to see what they've written on it. But like from what I could gather, it was like unfair wages. And something to do with the representation of people of color in the industry, from what I understand. And there's, like, people, like, in the parking lot that have been driving up and trying to get inside. And the workers are, like, approaching them, don't like, don't shop here. Not today. Go to, like, some <laughs> other store next door or something. Not here. Uh-uh. And they're, like, I, and they just drive away. So my guy's, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. And he runs inside of the store. And there's, like, a bunch of people in the waiting room that don't know what's going on. And, like, my my driver is, like, yeah, they're on strike out there i think and they're like oh and he's like where's the manager and they're like i think he's in the back he goes into the back he's the only employee left in the store and he's just running from the front to the back like on the phone trying to figure out what to do he's losing his mind wait waiting room was this a fucking dispensary yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh he's just like losing his and we had like 13 totes to deliver um, worth of stuff like it's so much stuff and we had to do like pickups later in the day too like the amount of like it, it was a very very expensive order so like the strike in itself just on that delivery cost the comp like that place like thousands upon thousands of dollars <laughs> like good God. workers of the world unite solidarity forever intensifies like you can cut it out and i'll tell you guys it was a it was almost 45 grand worth of product Damn. that didn't get delivered oh, just on my that's order today. crazy what was it like jars uh it all of it was super fucking heavy so i'm assuming it's either stuff in glassware or edibles mm -hmm. edibles are so fucking heavy i picked up a tote the other day that was 70 pounds shit was yes. ridiculous I would I would love to see it like at a at a dispensary be like not enough hot pockets in the mini fridge. <laughs> just, like, just ridiculous so, things on the sign. That would be great. So yeah, he just like postponed our order and uh we 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 left. Like we couldn't we couldn't do anything about it. Like they couldn't take the product. It's not like what you're delivering is like climate controlled, right? Like can you Yeah, no, like it's it's supposed to be all airtight if it's flour or if it's like edibles and stuff like that. It's already prepackaged. Like and if it's glass, you know, like I think they do that just so it's easier to put on shelves and it looks presentable. That shit is heavy though. And obviously breaks often. So, so. Do they just lose that money or well, I mean, like, I'm sure it's just like delayed because obviously someone's going to have to go deliver that the next day or maybe not. Maybe if they don't have any workers at all, I don't know what happens there, but it's not really on us. Like we don't we're not going to get all of that money. Like we're just a transport company. It's whoever okay. grew that or sold the product to them that is not getting paid for it right now. This sounds like a very well executed strike, if I'm honest. Yeah, seriously, sounds wonderful. They, sounds like the day. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, <laughs> Good job. that's uh, uh, it, it. Felt and, it, and <laughs> it just to appease Raymond even more, I had that episode of SpongeBob going through my head the entire time. It's like <laughs> we will dismantle this establishment <laughs> board by board. <laughs> I will saw the timbers of oppression in half. <laughs> you should just Perfect. take it at home. Yeah. Good on That's them. Crazy. Yeah. Nothing to lose but your chains. So, yeah. For some odd reason, I don't think it would be that lively. I mean, no reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> of nothing to lose but yeah, their greens. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just like standing out there with giant bottles of Visine. Just... Industry standards unfair. Big weed is in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, we forgot why we came out here. <laughs> Planning our oppression. <laughs> oh man, I've I've only ever seen one protest live ever. It was it was I mean I don't know if it wasn't a strike obviously, but it was a giant. It was during Brexit, um, in England. I was in England and it was everybody like we were on a tour bus and the tour bus guy was like, all right, everybody, we're gonna, like we go to make this turn. And it was like thousands of people with signs in the street. And the tour bus literally was like, what the fuck is this? Like he said, <laughs> there's like kids on the bus and he like, cause he had no idea. And oh, he got, he was just like, he was taken aback. Oh yeah. He had no clue. Cause it was like, he'd like probably done 10 tours that day. And then all of a sudden it was like thousand people just in the, like, and he's like, and he was like, oh, it must be a soccer game. This is definitely a soccer game, but it was a bunch of people protesting Brexit. And he couldn't say that cause he would... I guess that was like a big political thing. And so he was like, oh, yeah, the soccer game. And the soccer game didn't air until like 6 p.m. that night. So he's like, oh, they must be cheering for the soccer game. And this guy on the bus was like, the game, don't say the score. The game hasn't happened. Like everybody was going along with it as to appease everybody else on the bus. And us Americans were like, are we going to are we safe? Are we okay? We walked to the front of the bus. Like, are we good? Do we need to leave? (laughs) They're coming to get you. When protests happen in our country, they normally end violently lately. That's what so. Exactly. And it was so. I was, I was just, I, I like, I've never seen a protest. I've seen it on TV. Obviously, I've seen like the craziness. So when I saw it, Cammy and I were like, oh my God, we need to get off this fucking bus. It was like a hop on, hop off tour. I was like, I'm hopping off and not hopping back on. We're leaving. I don't think we're coming back to your bus. He's like, no, 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 no. They're not going to do anything, I promise. And we're like, I don't trust you. <laughs> uh, I was, um, Sarah and I were in London in October 2019, and we were right by Parliament where this really, really big protest was happening. It was nuts because we were we were just walking around. And we were like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, that's what this is. And they had that, <laughs> and they had some environmental protests, and they had some uh, issues with the tube. And it was it was an interesting wow. time. I really enjoyed it. But the uh, the first time I was at a protest, it was um, I was in Germany in like uh, I want to say it was like 2013, 2014. I was like 15 years old. Um, and, uh, it was mostly just Turkish people. I have no idea what it was about. Um, it was my first time being in a protest and I just decided to follow them around, see what they were doing. Um, and I, I was kind of the odd man out cause like, I'm not Turkish. I'm clearly not Turkish, but it was interesting. You say clearly not Turkish, but if you went to next to a Turkish guy, I would have no clue the difference. <laughs> Micah, how yeah. can you be not Turkish? You're a bird. Turkey, <laughs> bird. I understand why everyone <laughs> just lets you I mean, come my, with them. Yeah, wow. that makes sense. Now, is not a yeah. Kiwi, too. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> love it. I'm, I'm seeing those sweet new headphones you've got there, Joe. How you like them? How you like them, oh buddy? Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking love them. <laughs> you love them <laughs> just gently caressing your ears what are they what are these things these are uh skull candy crusher ancs they were nice. gifted to me by my sister's boyfriend because you sure it wasn't your wife's boyfriend 
I'm positive. Because, um, <laughs> no. He only gives you gummy bears, right? When, when Joe's good, he gets gummy bears. No, um, I just, I keep killing them, but they keep showing up. It's weird. I've got like 10 cubic feet of yard and uh, I know it's cubic feet because I just keep digging. <laughs> but yeah, so they're, they're Skull Candy Crusher ANC headphones and uh, they have given me a renewed uh, love of music that I already loved, honestly. I'm not fucking sponsored or anything, but like they've got a bass adjustment here in the back and like listening to songs that I already liked with like different quality headphones is just like <laughs> the Sennheiser has these really cool headphones um, that the Orpheus, I think Sennheiser Orpheus twos, they're like 50 grand or something. They're ridiculous. It's like Fuck. a whole amp. When you turn them on, the tubes have to warm up. That's like in a slab of marble and the tubes raise out and look them up. Sennheiser Orpheus mm-hmm. twos are beautiful. And, and like, they're all an integrated unit and they have them at trade shows and stuff. And like the most, they play hotel California on them. That's like the demo song, right? Why? Because it's really well mastered. And the headphones sound really great for it. And constantly people put them on in the test booth and begin to cry. It's so beautiful. It's so such a common occurrence for that to happen. I would love to love to see them someday. They mop the floors with the joyous tears of visitors. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've listened to some of my favorite songs, like, with these on now. With the, like, not bass boosted super high, but it's like, it'll bring a tear to your eye because you're like, oh, shit. Did you cry, Joe? Did you cry like a little bitch? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you did. Don't even, he doesn't even answer. He doesn't even answer. Look at his face. He, def- he definitely cried. Yo, I'm going to come to the defense of Joe here, Micah. <laughs> you, 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 you don't give him any shit for falling in love with music and showing his emotion I over just, it. I cried like a soggy little, <laughs> soggy little cracker. I was, this isn't him inquiring. <laughs> this is an interrogation. <laughs> Joe, go ahead and post those in the, in the channel. Cause I want to get me a pair of those. Micah's just wondering what it's feel like to like, what is deeper emotion? My, Micah wants to know what feeling is like. The uh, toy maker that put him together did not give him a heart. Speaking of toy people without a heart. Oh, you tried to do a that segue. Borbo, That's cute. <laughs> hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. (gasps) All right, I guess we should get back to the game. Right, we do that. Right? Right? So... Last week, you were down in a library within the gauntlet. You had recently dispatched a quartet of undead. A trio came up to join them after the fact. Yosef got knocked down, got back up. 
he was tub thumping all over that place. And, uh, <laughs> cause he I thought you were just going to say the lyrics. Uh, I hope I'm audibly, <laughs> can you hear me shaking my head? <laughs> he, got he got knocked, knocked down, down, but he, but he got, he up, got again. up again. Nothing's going to keep, keep him down. <laughs> he got knocked down, but he got up again. He never going to bring him down. Yosef boy. Oh, Yosef boy. Oh, Yosef boy. Okay. I'm done with that. <laughs> I died. But you were able to, th- but then I lived. Exactly. And died again. The and boy lived again. who lived come to die. You guys went up stairs, uh, tried to smash Borbo's case, and took him out of the case that he was suspended in to bring him back to be buried with some semblance of reverence and Poor little honor. gelatinous dude that he was. Right? He was, like, suspended in an aspic with a threatening aura. Um, well, he was you guys remarkably make your intact, way, though. You guys make your way outside, and you begin to head back towards Otari. It's starting to get early afternoon. There's a dense fog rolling in, though, way earlier than you would expect. And you see some figure in the distance that looks a lot like a desiccated Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah, that's an apt description. Just like Conan O'Brien. And as you're trying to make out what it is, a hand thrusts up from the dirt and clutches at you, and another one of these creatures crawls out. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. God, not again. Not again. All right, so, Joe, what'd you get? That's a uh, nine for a 15. All right, Yosef, what you got? I got a six for a 15. That's a 15. Nice. Not great. That'll be a roll-off between the two of you. Why don't you go ahead and do that? Both you give me I'm a d20. Rolling again. I got a 14. That's a 3. All right. So, Yosef, you're up top. Okay. Uh, Solus. A 20 for a 27. Nice. Ooh. Natty 20. Nice. That's what I like to see. See if you can help your buddies out from this horrible, awful thing with springy orange hair. Tovin, where are we at? Got an 8 for a 17. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. And Billiam. This one's bad at all. It's a 6 for a 12. Oh, <laughs> little Billiam, he's so yeah, sad. I know. All right. He's, it's because he's carrying everybody, so he's like, let me See, put all this shit sense. down real quick. He's putting everybody down, <laughs> all of the bodies. That, makes, that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it beats you out, unfortunately. Bastard. It crawls its way out of the ground, and it makes a strike at the nearest thing to it. Solus. Do you have... You, you're kind of unaware. You, have your, your, you don't have your sword out or your... That is correct. I don't. Shield out? Nope. So he comes up, and you, you all smell something really awful. We'll deal with that all on your turns. Ooh. Something's gone bad with this thing crawling out of the bog. And he's going to come up at you and try to give you a little punch with his fist. I'm just going to roll this in Foundry because I'm sick of using my dice tonight. I just rolled a 9 for a 25 there, buddy. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, that is a hit. All right. Give you. Now we know what his attack bonus is. Yeah, huh? yeah. right. Jesus. Yeah, right. I shouldn't have told you that, but there you go. I'm going to put a little fear of God in you. Holy shit. Jesus. That's 13 points Ow. of damage. Oh, my God. And I need 
a fortitude save out of you. Okay. Uh, that is a seven for a 15. As it hits you, you feel almost like something come off of it. You see this crumbling of almost like a, a peat or or just bog mud on you. And it, it feels like it goes into your skin. Ooh. And you're very worried about it. You don't feel anything yet, but but you're quite concerned. Don't let it touch you. Tovin, you're going to have to look at this after the fight. And then it burrows its way underground. Oh, no. Where did it go? And that's the end of its turn. It, can, it, it jumps out, hits you, and jumps back in the dirt? That's exactly what it did. Solus, you're up. Okay, uh, first things first, going to take out my sword and my shields as two actions. Can I recall knowledge of that thing? You absolutely can. Okay. That's going to be a religion. I'll give you a little roll for that. Yeah, my bonus is a plus nine. All right. You recognize this. You recognize it immediately. It makes sense. You're a, you know, you're a century of last wall. You've learned all about the undead. This is a mummy. What? But it's not just any sort of mummy. This is a bog mummy. What the fuck? Oh, it's Irish. Created by natural processes. Are you telling me? Does Micah have what I think he has? He may. Oh, fuck. That is so not good. If you ever played Pathfinder First Edition, Mummy Rod is a bitch. (laughs) Because it's a curse and a disease. I, I, I'm doing the, the, the Spongegar meme right now. <laughs> <laughs> so these are created when um, a corpse is buried in a swamp that's particularly malevolent, which we know the Fogfen is. It may have been awakened by something happening nearby. Let me give you a little more information about this. These things are real, real beefy. And they have the ability to burrow underground, which you see that right now. And they have tremor sense and dark vision. And they can inflict a disease called bog rot, which is not good at all. They are a little bit uneasy on their feet is probably the best thing I could tell you about them. And you would assume that this may be beyond you. I will also give you this. You see more of them in the distance. Are they standing between us and Otari? Yes. Hmm. Well, okay then. Uh, in any case, that is it for my turn. Well, that was only one kind. Of, you're no, not. Gonna... I, I also took out my sword and shield. Oh, you took out your sword and shield. Yep, that's true. Yep. All right, Tovin, you are up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Genuine fear. I no, it's just I have nothing to do in this situation except for ready a spell and or run. So, but where do you run to? Uh, Otari. I want to see all the, this uh, the, these uh, beefy guards that that or this all these guards that we've been bolstering this place with now. You know, since we've been having such issues and and uh, in the town with oh I don't know uprisings and uh, 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 undead laser beams hitting the graveyard. A lot, of, a lot of weird shit. I, I think we should test their metal. <laughs> Today seems like not the day for us to be heroes. We are exhausted. By the way, <laughs> I have 
nothing in my reserves for this situation. The spellcasters, I think, are pretty much out of all of their important spells or spell I have slots. a wand, and it shoots sparks at this point. That is it. So how far <laughs> are we from town? You are a solid... If you were to make a run for it, you're probably a 10-minute run from town. And how far are we from the gauntlet? You can still sort of see it. Um, oh. You could... You could probably get to the gauntlet. You'd get to the gauntlet much quicker than Otari. I guess I'll give you that. Like, you're not even halfway to town. Okay. You're definitely closer to the gauntlet than you are to Otari. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Jake. I was just wondering, like, can, is there, like, some kind of, like, rule maybe that like, I guess, like, Todd could make? Like, do we stand a chance of running past all of these enemies and making it? We or are they just going to keep jumping up out of the ground and infecting us with bog rot? Because we can't see where they are. Right. So you can barely see in um, anything beyond about 10 feet would be considered concealed. The fog is rolled in pretty thick. You can see lots of vague shapes moving in the distance. It's it's an uneasy feel. So what do you guys think about my plan that I've been typing about? Absolutely flawless. <laughs> Let's get the fuck okay. out of here. I just responded to, though. Okay. okay. We should um, run back to the gauntlet. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Why would you hope that's be that would be bad? Because it wouldn't be the town. True. That's true. Wait, uh, are you guys talking like table talking behind me? Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> we would never no, do that. Talking no, about no, we're, Daddy, we're huh? actually talking yeah, to Sarah. True. She's giving us inside yeah. uh, inside <laughs> info. <laughs> She's like, he talks in his sleep. She's got a camera planted <laughs> right behind you. I do talk in my sleep. Um Yeah, I think we should head back uh as quickly as possible, but we if we can't handle this thing, which uh, you said it's beefy, most of my spells rely on something not being beefy at this point. So, uh, uh, yeah, Tovin's going to scream, back to the gauntlet, at least spare the town. But if on the way you see Carmen Rajani, do not be afraid to throw him in the way. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tovin's going to start booking it for the, the, the gauntlet. Back to the gauntlet? Yep. Sometimes discretion is the better part of, point of valor, boys. Yep. Hmm. All right, Yosef, you are up. <laughs> Fuck this. I run. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right, Kashak. Does Micah's movement appear to be impaired or no? Not yet. All right. Then uh, <laughs> we'll be like, I also think we should get the hell out of here. And if I see Carmen Rajani on the way, I'm going to fucking hamstring that son of a bitch. For the record, I'm booking it. All right, oh, I want that to be a Patreon goal. I want somebody to pay for Carmen Rajani to show to just end up in the palm of our hand. Right, no witnesses. I'm gonna hold up a, a, a wanted <laughs> poster to the zombies and be like, "If you see this guy, this is your guy. I'm laying on the floor. This His is brains your guy. Are, the, are the most delicious. Here's the um, scent. Now I'm gonna gather all of the bodies that I've put on the ground, pick a backup. Um, I guess I don't think I would be able to carry Micah if he can't move. It's probably Micah's, too big. Oh, he can he can move now. I'm just okay, saying. Okay, he can okay. move right now. Yeah. I think what okay, Trevor is hinting at is that eventually this is going to eventually be bad things will happen. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm guessing I, I, exceptionally bad things. Yeah, for sure. Um, then I'm gonna sort of look at Micah and be like, "You go, uh, Solus." Sorry, Bill's gonna look at Solus and go, "Are you good? Are you gonna follow me?" Yes, I'll be right behind you. Okay, and I'm gonna pick up the bodies that I have. I think I st- I still have Borbo's body. I don't think I'm carrying Yosef anymore. Um, 
and uh, yeah, follow. Man, my... I just realized. No, he's burrowed. I just realized y'all should have been doing fortitude saves for his aura, but aura. Mm, I don't want to kill all of you right now. That's my good safe. All right, so Billiam, you're staying behind with Micah with Solus to make sure he can. No, you booked it. No, nope. okay. I, I I looked at I I was like, are you good? Are you, are you can do you feel like you can follow us? He said yes. So I pick up Borbo and I follow. Okay. Yeah, running as well. So it's its turn again. It's making a move that you can't see underground. Yay. And it's going to take an action to pop up. And it's going to give another punch to Solus. Okay. Fuck off. As it comes, comes up out of the ground and double axe handles him over the freaking head. With what? <sighs> With his hands. Oh. Goku style. The wrestling move. The real kind, none of that Greco-Roman stuff. It's a 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. All right. Ooh, that's 15 points of damage. Okay, okay. This is not good. I have six HP left. Oh, my God. And that is the end of its turn. Solus, get the fuck out of there. Let's run. Yes. Um, everybody else has ran? Yes. Like, yes. I'm seeing... Yeah, we just can't move our tokens. Yeah, I... You just oh, okay. didn't move your token. Okay. That's not a big deal. I'll... Okay. I'm going to assume that you run, you get... These things aren't yes. quick, right? Yeah. So you can get yeah, away from I, I, I flee in the, uh, in the direction of my friends. All right. As you begin to run, you're chasing behind them, and you're feeling worse the farther you run. You make it uh, about 45 seconds, and I need you to roll me another fortitude save. Sorry, was this all of us or...? or? No, just okay. solace. Oh, just sorry, just sweet, sweet solace. 16 for a 24. Ooh, you're good for now. Okay. Oh, boy. So mm-hmm. I, I stop a bit to, to catch my breath. Somebody help him. Oh. <coughs> Shit, Solus, what happened to you? I, I don't know. Something that how uh, that abominable thing hit me. Billy, could you help me? Yeah, of course, buddy. I'll sort of put his arm over my shoulder and do the, the sidewalk with him. All three feet of it? Like up three feet. <laughs> yeah, hand me, hand me the the dead thing. I'll fucking carry it like an idiot baby that it is. <laughs> I'll help you. All right, if that's the case, I'll hand Boro to Kashak, and then I'll fire him and carry. I'll fire him and carry my uh, Solus. All right, fantastic. I grab it by one hand and drag it behind me like an animal. Kashak, wait, Kashak, I can get the legs. I will, I will assist you, Kashak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. We've, I've got it. I can. I can just book it. I mean, his head bounces a whole lot. But he's basically made out of spaghetti noodles. But you know, at least we're following for Asmund doctrine. Book it. Let's get the fuck out of here, Jesus. <laughs> Sola says they're trying to figure out how to how to move you. You feel this intense, powerful taste in your mouth of like peat and stagnant water. Mm. And I need you to roll another fortitude save. Oh, okay. mm. Jesus. Don't die on me, buddy. Where are we at this point? Are we in the gauntlet? I would say that you're probably about 100 yards from the gauntlet heading that way. That is a uh, 4 for a 12. Yeah, you're going to take some damage. You're now clumsy one as this this thing takes hold of you. Did you hear all those dice pouring out of my bag? Don't vomit swamp water all over my breastplate, (laughs) Solas. I will try. I'm sorry. I will try. William, you may have to pick him up. Okay, okay, I've, I, I've already picked him up. And you take yeah. 13 points of negative damage. I'm down. He just goes you, unconscious in my arms. You cannot heal 13 points of damage, so you are 
perpetually 13 below your max until this is dealt with. Oh, shit. It's just too bad yeah. Tobin took off. <laughs> it's just. Oh, my God. There just... might be more saves still. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Yeah. Uh, Got a healing potion. Will that do anything? Ooh. Well, he's down. I do have a hero point. Right. Um, but you can attempt to, you can attempt but, to recover it, so as well, is, is right? this disease going to kill him in the next several seconds? Or You could attempt a knowledge check somebody that is yeah, not stabilizing yeah. him. Um, me, I will, I'll stabilize while you do the check. Yeah, me and Kashak both can. I'm just going to cast what's, it. Is what's it medicine the, or religion? Or? Uh, it'll be religion. I'll let you go ahead and roll it. Fuck. Okay. I have a plus seven. Oh, I have a plus I one. I should have switched a four for an 11. Yeah, that's... You assume it has something to do with that mummy, but okay, that's um, all. Will you let me do a religion check now that I've stabilized him? <laughs> yeah, I I will say that if you can okay. get Solus up, having experienced it and the the goodness of his last check, he'll be able to understand what it's what's going on with him. Okay, you know as oh. as good as he did with that last check. Mm-hmm. I rolled an eleven for a twenty-two. He has bog rot. Which, as Jake was mentioning earlier, is both a curse and a disease. Yeah. Um, Oh, fuck. You don't have any ill effect as you're a carrier in the first minute, right? But after a minute, you're overcome with this desire to consume the living, you know, and and become mummified. Hmm. So he gets that feeling of the the swamp and the, the the peat and the bog and the water just kind of overcoming him and it hits him with negative damage. It makes him clumsy one for a day, and he is stuck with the disease and that negative damage which he took, which is thirteen points, until he is treated with a remove curse. Um. Okay. So. Billiam, can you hold him down? Also, if he <laughs> dies, like fully dies, mm-hmm. he melts into a noxious sludge and cannot come back. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh. But he was so pretty. <laughs> how how long do we have? Oh, I mean, he'll stay like this essentially forever. Oh god. But Ooh. tomorrow he has more negative damage hit him. Does the damage just keep happening every day? Yep. So it's going to kill him. It eventually. will kill him eventually. We have to get back to town. Um. So, Billiam, please, please, please hold Solus down. I, I have something to administer right now. Okay, and I'll sort of... I'm already kept carrying him, so I'll sort of lay him down. All right. So, so... I'm like, uh, hold him down. <laughs> like, so put like gonna, one hand right over his sternum and just really <laughs> yeah. kind of squeeze a little bit. Toad's gonna, Toad's gonna approach him, and, and he's gonna grab him by the back of the hair, just grab him by the mane and rip his head back, and he's going to pull his jaw open and dump into his mouth an elixir of life. Minor. Um, it'll give him 1d6 hit points immediately, but it'll also give him a plus one item bonus to saving throws against diseases and poisons. Ah. Okay. Um, well, you just so get, happen to have. You still can't do anything about it fully until he has removed curse. Yeah. That's fine. I'm going to be rubbing his throat so that he swallows every last drop. Yeah, but theoretically, <laughs> the longer he can make the fortitude saves, the longer yeah. he can stave mm-hmm. off more damage. Yep. Right. Right. Also, follow up question: Is he contagious? You don't know. I was gonna say I don't think I rolled high enough for that one. You don't know. <sighs> Tobin, is he contagious? Let me. Can I medicine check? 
Sure. I'll let your medicine check. Okay. While you're medicine checking, does anybody have remove curse? That's like a third <laughs> or fourth level spell, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's like we need like a, or like a sixth or seventh level NPC, I think. Oh, gotcha. 25. Okay. Um, no, it's not. Unless he starts it's biting y'all, y'all are good. And is he overcome with the desire to hurt us if he were no. to be? Okay. That's going to nope. take a while. This will simply kill him. It will not raise him as something else. He will turn into pond scum when he dies. That's horrible. That's that's worse. Sounds like we have a day, guys. I will straight up tell you, it's 3d6 every day. Guys, <sighs> we, we can do this. Yeah, no, let's take him back to the gauntlet, heal him up, bring him the, the long let's way Let's take around. him to town. Even if we headed north from where we were in the cemetery, if we go north, we go northeast, we can book it around the fucking ravine that surrounds Otari, book it south into the town. Okay, but I'm assuming that that's going to take some... First of all, we got to cover our tracks because we're being chased, right? No. We were really close There's to the nobody checked. Already. Nah, it's... Okay. Don't know. Okay. Okay. Does anybody have a decent survival? Because I have I a really like, good survival. Okay, I would like you to... Let's follow the expert on this one, and I would like for you to make this happen so that we can cover our tracks because I don't want to uh, lead these things back to town. Especially for dragging behind us something that will soon be them. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I can do that. Do you want me to roll that now, or did you say when we were going back to town? Uh, I I like Joe's plan. Let's let's circle around. Because I mean, the gauntlet. Gonna, we're not gonna, are you going to stay here and, and heal? Or question? Something I was um, just thinking about. Is there not a boat moored to the auxiliary building's dock? There's a couple of boats. There was a boat on the dock. Not 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 in the second level. On, no, on yeah, the water right boat. now. There's a we boat. We could take the Osprey River back into town. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to take way longer. But we won't it's be followed. better than staying in the gauntlet, and we won't be followed by these things. However, there's six or there's five of us. A couple of guys can can row while the rest of us attend to. Yeah, I can row. Solus. <laughs> I'm going to move you guys back to level one of the gauntlet so you can discuss. Yeah. But wait, what time is it before we do this? It's getting later, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I would say by the time you make it back to the gauntlet, um, we're well into dusk. You probably have about... Oh, and it gets oh. funky here now at nighttime. It's so much worse at I'm nighttime. Not, no, I'm not even worried about that. I'm The river because, drake? Yes. If we go for that boat, there's a river drake that we know is about, and we don't really know anything about it, especially it's hunting time. No, we're talking about the one with the exterior... Of that one building, yeah, but that's still that's so river. The river Drake comes river out from I'm sorry, that the, the boat is is moored next to the boathouse that's ruined. It's not next yeah, to the auxiliary yeah. building. Okay, yeah, okay, but the problem is, is that the the river Drake comes out from under that that dock. We there's knew, there's a yeah there's a tunnel underneath. We it. know that's where it comes through because we that was like episode what three that we yeah. So why did we go back to the gunway when we could have just run northeast and gone into that town? As you guys are are. You know, making your way to the gauntlet, I imagine you're kind of dragging Solus, so it's a little bit more difficult because he's bigger than these other things that you've been carrying. He's kitted out well, with armor and a shield was, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I thought I was going to throw him over my shoulder, but if not, that's fine. Right. I'm just saying he's he's heavier than the things you've moved mm-hmm. around this far. Mm-hmm. He's, he's dead weight. You see off to the um east of the gauntlet, you see what clearly is a figure with a lantern looking around, not looking at you, looking out into the the fog fen. And it's one of those lanterns that you can adjust the aperture 
and you can point almost like a flashlight. Oh, and it looks uh, like a he's hooded a, lantern. A hooded lantern. Thank you. I couldn't remember the term. He's got a hooded lantern, and he's adjusting it, and he's beaming it out into the fog van, and it looks like he's sweeping it back and forth. He's probably 150, 200 yards away from you. Does, uh, what kind of figure does he cut? <laughs> and we know it's a he. Okay, I'm, he, sorry. <laughs> uh, can robed. I roll a perception? It's a robed figure. Okay, um, can, I, can I roll a perception to, like, get approximate, like, height? Sure, go build? ahead. Okay. All right, because I mean dark vision. Come on. Uh, natural 20. He's about 5'11", but you can't really get a good read on his figure. There's something going on with it that seems fucky. Yeah, but we have a super powerful telescope. You don't have it. We never sold it. We never sold it. We never sold it. Oh, you still have it? We showed it to him. Yeah, we never sold it. Yeah, we never sold it. Could we use that? Or is it too powerful? Absolutely. This close. (laughs) Absolutely. So could Yosef? Yosef is going to like start grabbing through whoever's pack. It's like we have the telescope. Somebody pick it up and use. It's it's probably too big for him still. Like somebody else should probably grab (laughs) it. And he's he's kind of slowly moving. He doesn't notice you're there. He takes no heed to you. And the gaunt light, you can see that it's getting brighter. Relative to the area around you, right? Because uh, it's getting darker, so the the gauntlet has more power. I'm oh. I'm gonna pick up the telescope and un like uh, or, or uncollapse it, and I'm gonna like hold it up a little bit and be like, Kashak, take a look." While Tobin is also looking, You're just gonna hold it your shoulder like a like a yeah. Uh, I just, just got like yeah. Have somebody look exactly at exactly like that. Be like, take a look. All right, I'm gonna come up behind him and be like, "I'm I'm looking." Use your lizard eyes. All right, roll a perception and add four to it. 17 for a total of 23 plus 4, which is a 27. Whoa. Nice. So you can tell that something about this figure, it's like the body under the the cloak is almost undulating in an unnatural way. It doesn't look like somebody that's just simply walking, though it does look like a, a humanoid figure, right? There's something off about the way it's moving. What do you see? That's not a person. And as you, you look through this telescope as well, you know, you're looking at him and you're kind of looking around him, you know, while you're trying to get a fix on him and you see what his lantern is, is fixated on. And you think you see a flash, maybe not a flash is a wrong, a glance of some sort of very large humanoid creature barely in the, the cone of this hooded lantern. Oh, fuck. What was that? Oh, is this like Vampire Hunter D hunting a werewolf? You see that? Like, you mean the, the lantern has shown on some large yes. figure in the yes. distance? So first off, that I don't think that's a person. It's it's undulating weirdly. It's it's not moving like a person moves. Or, or a kobold, for that matter. And then I saw just a glimpse of something huge, like a bipedal creature of some kind, like, but bigger. In the cone of light was a furry. Like a giant? I would say this thing you saw, you would estimate it to be about 15 feet tall. Holy fuck. Was it furry? ballpark, I'd say it would have been 15 feet tall. Can you get like a, with a, 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 a check that good, you get like a... What did its shins look like? Yeah, like was it wiry? Was it beefy? Did like, it have fur? Would you be able to think if it was like a giant or something? It was holding a large polearm with a hook at the end of it. Oh my fuck, I know what that is. I think it was holding a large polearm with a hook at the end of it. I, I, the player, know what that is. Yosef has no idea what that is. And it, as as you see it, it 
begins to walk off alone in the distance. Why is that here? That is insane. I fucking hate this place. (laughs) (laughs) Have I mentioned that? Are you shitting me? That's what that is? You have thoughts? I know exactly what it is. I don't want to say it, but I know exactly what it is. So meta. Is it something for Rasmin? Because it sounds like something for Rasmin. It's not. (laughs) It's not. It's definitely not. I remember that time that Apsu fought that one shitbird that had a a hook on the end of a stick. Can I run lore? Apsu lore? (laughs) (laughs) What a goddamn stretch. (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) Could I do like a recall knowledge check on that? Have you seen it? I got a I got a description. Okay. Um his shins looked like the shins of the thing that I saw. Society. I'll let you roll a society. Okay. I have a plus seven. Okay. Uh eleven for an eighteen. You can't quite make it out. <sighs> you, based on the information you got, it's not quite enough to tell you what it is. Damn. Anybody else want to give it a shot? If you have a high society check, I mean, I not would have to solace. I mean, dear God, mm. <laughs> no, I have a plus one to society. I do. Can I do it? What's your society, Joe? I got a plus seven. Ooh, yeah, let Joe roll it. He's looking directly at it. Can I roll a society? I mean, I'm definitely going to fail now, but maybe not. It's a twenty-five. Seven, sorry, eighteen for a twenty-five. Ooh, you're not sure, but it it may be. A marsh giant. I fucking knew it. Oh, no. And it's just lumbering off into the distance after it catches a glance of this thing with the lamp. Oh, my God. You guys see? It just lumbers off into the distance. I killed a PC with that in my Giant Slayer campaign. Guys, I think it might have been a marsh giant. Guys, I feel feel really bad. Don't go. I feel like shit. It went. Yeah, I was (laughs) just going to say. I'm not going to fucking fight the thing. Are you shitting on my dick right now? I wanted to go back to town, you fuckbird. Shut up! You're still unconscious, <laughs> aren't you? No, no, he got he got he got a one d six. He got a one d six. That's right. Did we ever give you? Did we ever get your one d six? No, I didn't. I thought it was I thought it was out. No, I gave you the one d six with the potion of life. He, I didn't see you roll the one d six. That's what I'm getting at. I don't I don't think you ever rolled it. Yeah, I never did. Oh, okay. I thought I was unconscious this entire time. So did I. It's a it's a six. It's a six. Yeah. So give yourself six. Yeah, I thought this was just going to be a really easy episode for me. Nope. Nope. You're in this too. <laughs> Don't you die on oh, me. Oh, man. I need you present for our deaths. That is so not good information. I'm going to wait until he needs to steal himself, and then I'm going to cast guidance on him. And you see this this thing, this 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 humanoid figure in the robe with the lantern step into the water, and it looks like it dissolves away to nothingness and it's gone did anyone else see that <laughs> he, he said pulling away from the <laughs> from the telescope did anyone else see what I saw <laughs> so, I, th- I thought it was a general narration you could general <laughs> see the figure right yeah. the telescope yeah, was on. just get a better look <laughs> I mess with you so too. um I don't think I want to go in the boat anymore and go back to town. Yeah, no. I want to double down. I want to go in that boat twice as high. (laughs) If we encounter a marsh giant, there is a 0% chance of killing it. We have to run, or if it catches us, we die. That's just it. Or we can leave Solus as a tribute and float on, like that Modest Mouse song. (laughs) We all float on. (laughs) 
if it is all the same to all of you, I would rather rest here for the night and decide what to do in the morning. Well, hopefully everyone else has a bedroll, too. Let's get the hell back in that stupid-ass cast in the middle of the goddamn swamp, stupid piece of shit. Here's a question. Where do you sleep? Uh, the outbuilding with all the books. Or Boskrog, where Boskrog is. No, he doesn't want us there. We could tell him we were dying. Is he still there? I mean, we could kill him and then sleep there. Weren't there next to Bite Bite's corpse? Weren't there, 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 weren't there some beds down below on the second floor next to where the, the, whatever that fly baby thing was? Yes, with intact doors. I mean, and also the beds had been pillaged. Yes. For... There's, a, there's a really dry beef Wellington that we just need to get out of the way. No, he's talking about the second floor down where they have the the beds that were all the. The Morlock that can hurt you with his mind. The psychic asshole, right? That we fucking confiscated his head. Right. There's like six beds down there. Yeah, there's a bunch of mattresses, but they're all in the room at the end of the yeah. hallway. So mm-hmm. we could all hole up there and then probably secure the door. We could oh, do something. Yeah. We could all sleep in individual rooms and Take definitely shifts. not have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think that's... I, I think that's a terrible idea. I think we should all sleep probably in the same room and build a fire in the middle of it because there probably was one there already. And We need to take turns with watch if, if need be i'll take it first who who doesn't I'm, need to I'm sleep definitely not the sleepiest and i can definitely tend to somebody's rooms as, or wounds as they rest i'm good i got full health and i'm okay with as many people as you have you can do a, a everybody can get a full night's rest yep. and do you know two hours of watch right because there's five of you in 10 hours it's, it's doable i think um you know, I, I don't know if we have to worry too, too much about things coming after us in our sleep in the second level. I would hope. But that's, I'm not entirely sure like either. upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Because up here, there's like, like there's holes in walls and stuff. Like, things could just walk in from outside What are you talking about? I've got to worry about things coming for me in my sleep. When I'm sleeping in the warren, safe in my bed, surrounded by family and loved ones. Are we worried about bad dreams? So the second story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you're going to go down? <laughs> yeah, to, to where we killed all the mushroom-eyed men, and I can happily drag them out and lay them in a row. All right. So you make your way downstairs, and you begin to find a wonderful place to sleep. Where is it that you are going to head? To curl up with that purple worm. Remember, you have not been to every room on this floor either. Oh, we can sleep near the worm. Are we going to the auxiliary building second floor, or is the second floor of the main gauntlet? Made gauntlet. Made, yeah. Cool. It's over here. It's the uh, those rooms down to the south there. Uh, I think like over here is where these... Yeah, these are all rooms. Oh, but this with... is a bigger room. Yeah, that's where all the mattresses are too. This, Yeah. Yeah, but you see how that hole in the wall that we haven't really discovered or like mm-hmm. traversed yet, it seems to lead where all the boats are being held and that leads right to the water wherever that creature is. Here, there's yeah. also already beds here and we've definitely secured this room. Yeah, this the I mean just by looking at where we are, I that's the room where the prisoners were. Correct. It's full of poop. Yeah, it's not really a it's not really a good place to be, William. Those are corpses. Also, I feel like those are more like straw covered in blankets. I don't know about their beds. What if we just drug the mattresses out? It will it will suffice. Just get, I just need a place to lie my head. Listen, Bogwater kiddo. The non-infected adults. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I propose that we uh, grab the, the all the mattresses, which these idiot prick shitheads drug into the other room, drag them into the individual bedrooms or even the office or something, prop close this door. Oh, there's a room we haven't even checked yet. 
There's a mm-hmm. lot of rooms you haven't checked yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's start off by dragging those mattresses out and propping that door closed. Mm-hmm. With the desk? Yeah. Yes. We also have these two rooms that we could put two mattresses in that people could get some sleep and then two people could, could keep watch. It's true. Or everybody could sleep in one room. Cuddle puddle. <laughs> I like the idea of everybody being in one room. It means okay. less stores you have to watch. True. Me too. I've... I don't have fire stuff. We can we can start a fire. We'll figure it out. Start a little campfire. Everybody hangs out. Do we have anything to eat? Did I I do? Do you? I didn't bring food. I, no. I actually do have food. If you guys would. Uh, yeah, I got you, homie. Yeah, if you, if we if need be, if anybody's hungry, I do at least still have. Let me double check. Uh, I still have five rations. We're covered for tonight. I have seven. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're golden. Huh. Yeah, I gave a couple away to those those poor poor souls we found down here it's true yeah i volunteer to take first watch uh anybody object Uh, i'll take second watch should you take first watch or should you watch solace and make sure he's okay well i can do both i I can do a medicine check while we're (laughs) while i'm i'm awake i mean let him rest and and i'll you know pinky his wounds for a while okay wake me when you need me uh, I think the screams will get you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what I've got in my inventory. I've got a light pick we could probably use to wedge under the door. I was also thinking that I could uh, just like make a little pouch out of some fa- spare fabric, whatever we find, and uh, you know, a couple of coins. And if you could like put that on the door, it'll make noise if somebody tries to open it. Oh, we could balance a glass bottle on top like uh, Mel Gibson in Minority Report. Well, I just so <laughs> happen to have one now that I've spent my elixir of life. So Mel we can do Gibson in Minority Report. No, it's not Minority nope. Report that I'm thinking of. Nope. It's conspiracy it's theory. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, actually, I also have caltrops, so I would like to set those in front of the other door. Oh, nice. Okay, so you're gonna sleep in the room with a giant purple worm corpse? Uh, yes. No. Oh, we are. I don't see why not. It's it's open. If we if if something comes in here, we can at least maneuver our way out. And there's only two uh, doors to to uh, double check, and we booby trapped one with an empty bottle. Right, you can't be cornered into the room. Yeah, and and the other one's caltropped. So are we bringing mattresses in or no? No, there's a the spongy worm. there's a yeah, spongy purple the worm. worm corpse right there. I'm not sleeping <laughs> in a fucking purple worm corpse. It's disgusting. Just lay your head on its tail. You're telling me that this wouldn't have been a trophy in Absu's throne room. I mean, not this one. This one's all fucked up. (laughs) Yes, it is a baby. But remember, there is an emanation of negative energy in the very center of this room. It's probably not the best place. Yeah. Yeah, Remember, this is where I got my hand burnt by touching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, let's go down. Oh, yeah, let's let's go to the barracks. Yeah. X, X. Let's go down to the barracks. These rooms. These two. That's what I was saying. Where are these? Can you describe for our friends at home? So, on the south side. Where the rock slide was. Yeah, near where the rock slide was, where Billiam and I uh, fucked off to while Yosef was getting impaled a couple yeah. of episodes ago. <laughs> we were like, oh, look at all these rocks, and there wasn't anything cool. This is beneath where the cave-in was that uh, we think trapped Otari probably. Uh, it is to the east of where we found the uh, piece of installation art that was Kyle. <laughs> it is to the northeast of all the doors that Billiam and I were checking when we were like, oh yeah, let's totally look at this. I'm just kidding. Um, and it is directly to the east of, uh, though through a bunch of walls of where we found the mushroom-eyed man that could hurt us with his mind. It is 
to the southeast of where the purple worm is and to the southwest, very slightly, south-southwest, of where we found a fat baby fly thing. I forgot his name. Beelzebuzz. As you move your way through, you hear speak of the devil. <laughs> Zebub. He's licking the walls. Pays you no mind. Just leaves. Oh, sorry about that silver thing, friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, you. I think you did that on purpose. All right. So you're gonna sleep in one of these, or in in one of these, or in a couple of these rooms. I mean, this one. We'll drag the bed frame yeah. out. We'll grab the mattresses that are in this room. There's this one. Wait, this one's closer. We can just fill up the far wall. Yeah, we'll just say you pick, grab some. Mm-hmm. Grab some mattresses. You make a cuddle bottle. Yep. Oh boy. We have to make a. Yeah, we'll leave Solas by the wall so when he shits himself, doesn't get on the rest of us. <laughs> no. I'll talk. Okay. A, so remember, Solas is down in hit points, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So and remember, for a rest, we get our level times our con in HP back. Right. Yeah. I have a single healing, but potion. there's also, I believe, I know Toven has a disease as well from the fight. In the library. Yep. Oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, shit. You have ghoul fever, don't you? He has some sort of fever. Um, It made me sick for one day, but I I passed it. No, I, I shouldn't have it. How many no, checks do I have to do? Oh, you did not. You did not pass it. Oh. Sounds like Trevor made I thought, I, was only, I, thought yeah. I, was, I passed it, but I was only sick for that day. No, you didn't. You didn't pass it. It just. You didn't. It's latent right now. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, sure. I know somebody has it because I made a note. Roll back the tape. <laughs> I know I don't have it because I really... No, you don't have it. You were freaking rolling rocks on those saves. I know. It was insane in the membrane. No, I, I had something. I thought I I thought I rolled like a like a 20 on a check, though. No, you, you rolled high on the paralysis, right? But you failed the, the, the other fortitude save for the fever. And it was the other way around for me. Yeah, you got Wait, paralyzed. What, what? This was like six episodes ago. That was la- no, we were no in the- it was last episode. Last episode. Dude. Oh, oh, that's right. The ghouls. Jesus. Yeah, in the library. You got to lay off the vermouth, Todd. <laughs> vermouth? What about your grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we described you as like a thousand years old. So, yeah. Doesn't make me an old lady. <laughs> that, you being an old lady makes you an old exactly, lady. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, um, you're going to heal up before you guys tuck in? I mean, to make I'm sure old. you don't just wake up and die of all these horrible afflictions you have? Can we, can you he, he word medic us again, at least two of us? Because I'm, yeah. I'm not down a whole lot. Well, you, haven't, you haven't ward medic yet, right? In a while. No, I haven't in a long yeah. time. Yeah, okay. it's been hours. So yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll hit, I'll hit him in Solus. Anyone else hurting? Because I can only do two. <laughs> I mean, I'm not anyone else hurting. Anybody but Yosef. You. Anybody, anybody but Yosef. Full health. I could use okay. in. Oh, how you doing? Uh, I'm gonna say like uh, like two thirds of how great I could be. Oh well, you can wait till morning. <laughs> and I, I rolled a sixteen, so I pass. So you only get two D eight. No D tens? Uh no, it's only for spells. Okay. Yep. So uh seven and a seven. So you guys get fourteen. Not bad. All right. Yep. That's actually really good. That's almost yeah, max, right? right? Super happy with that. I'm only down two. I'll reheal the rest overnight. Okay. Yeah. 
So you and Solus get 14. All right, make sure you get your your 14 back. And remember, you are capped out um, at 13 below your regular HP. Right, okay. Um, and I'll take first watch, and after that I will spend the rest of my time getting good rest so that I can recharge my spells for tomorrow, because I think we'll need them. I can take second watch because I don't recharge spells. Oh. And I also have no afflictions. I could take third watch because I don't even know what a spell is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys make it through the night without any real incident. Okay. I um, mean, you wake in the morning, and Tovin, as you're starting to do your daily preparations, you, you feel something ain't quite right. And I need you to roll a fortitude save for me. Okay. Question. Yeah. There were mechanics in 1E for helping people pass these. Was there not? Am I misremembering that? Like, could you, you could roll some kind of aid, like a medicine check, to help them pass the check? Give there like a plus two. is a... Yeah, it, it can give you a plus two, but hold on. It's kind of weird. Isn't a plus one with a success and a plus two with a crit? I think, for aid. Yeah. And it's eight it's hours. It's called treat disease. It's eight hours. I do have healer's tools uh, and I do have a hand free. Yeah. You have it's to eight spend hours. eight hours. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to take eight, eight, spend eight hours working on somebody. Could I have said I did that on my second watch? <laughs> or I mean like, you know, <laughs> I just mean, like. I you, mean, your watch, you wouldn't be awake for eight hours. Oh, shit. That's a good no. point. It's two hour watch. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, You know what? It's fine. I'm just going to do it. Roll my fort. All right. Uh, that's a 15 for a 23. Just have to do it like for six more days and then I'll be fine. No, no. You, you <laughs> just have to do one more successful save tomorrow yeah. yep. and you'll be fine. Oh, it's a two saver. Well, so it prevented it from going up the path to two. Okay. So still at, at actually, no, no, that save. He's good now. Okay, cool. Oh, I might okay, be good, ruling good, that good. wrong, but I'm ruling it that way right now. That that save, since he was only on level one and he passed it, I'm going to let it just get rid of it. Okay. Now. It's now Solus. Solus. <laughs> okay. Uh, fortitude? Yep. Can all I give right. him guidance? Good luck. And we're all counting on you. Natural 20. Oh. Cool. So nice. here is kind of the crappy part about this disease. Um, <laughs> unless you keep rolling natural 20s, it's going to hit you. Because what happens is that first level of the disease, it lasts for one minute and then immediately progresses to the second level again. So until you get your remove curse, it pretty much hits you automatically. You'd have to keep rolling a successful fortitude save every minute. Um, so I kind of made you roll that in vain because it's a curse and a disease. Ugh. Right. Um, what a so dick. You're gonna, what? <laughs> I said, what a dick. Exactly, right? I'm, I'm trying to drive home how bad this is. Oh, yeah. Loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it less, you know? We get it. You take another six points of negative damage, and you are permanently reduced by 19 HP now. Oh, my God. God. Oh. So if we're up in the morning and this is happening, I want to... Can I? Can I, like... 
you know, scout ahead and see if all of the zombies and mummies and you stuff are gone? You absolutely can scout ahead. Did you know that the scout ahead action allows you to add plus one to initiative for everyone if you're scouting ahead? I actually did not know that. It is an exploration activity. Yes, if I can go with you. Keep you safe. All right. Could I do that stealthily or is that a different action? Uh, it's a different action. You cannot do both. You cannot. I guess I don't have to be stealthy. I'm not worried about anything like before I get there. You guys want us to bring up the rear. Right. So are you guys going to you guys are going to head up stairs and take a little looksy loo? Yeah, let's get the fuck yeah. out of the gauntlet. Follow the expert. That a perception check? Uh, yeah, give me a perception. I mean, Solus, you're only down 13 from max, right? I'm down 19 from max. Oh, well, I can fix that up to a point, then we can just continue. Hey, speaking of 19, I got a natural 19 for a 28. Nice. Okay, there's nothing out of the ordinary that you can see. Um, the fog is cleared. It's a beautiful day out, other than the fact that it's, you know, the canopy of the swamp is kind of still looming overhead. Uh, it's not foggy and misty. You have clear visibility. So you should be able to avoid anything before you get to it. I um, mean, hopefully these things don't like the day. Can Solus walk? Yes, yeah, I can. He yes, is clumsy one. Just a minus but one he, to a handful of things, but not his speed, weirdly enough. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take up the rear. Let's go ahead and make it towards town. Me and Billion can be in the front. Mm-hmm. Just in case, Billion would probably pull a weapon out because he's pretty spooked about all the things that have been happening. So You know what? I'll also produce the spike chain. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just pull out my maul. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think we're going to run into any... I'm, I'm going to clutch but. my... Uh, my my uh, religious symbol and also pull out the wand of healing level one well yeah at least it's working again today because yeah. you know next day yeah just recharges with the ethers you know all like right things do you guys make your way back to town you get to the area where you saw the bog mummies and you can see where the ground was disturbed where something crawled out uh it looks like it rained very lightly overnight and you see footprints leading off the path deeper into the swamp. Into the swamp? Into the swamp. Uh, it's as if something's building an army. How far are we from town? Can we see town from where we are? No, you cannot see town. You're about, you know, seven to ten minutes away from the gauntlet. Okay. I, w- I would like to propose an idea that I think it'd be nice to walk until we at least we get to the edge of town and then this may be potentially stupid, but we could split up, and maybe Billiam and I could go see where those tracks go while you finish taking Solus to somebody who can actually help him. Oh, yeah. We're going to the Dawnflower Library immediately. Also, yeah. <laughs> I'm down for this idea, but rem- I don't know how many days it's been, and we still need to return the sword. This is day two, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so right. I, I still have that on me. Osif could probably hook you up with somebody to help, as well as just take the sword off of your hands and exonerate us. I just presented that idea. It's up to the rest of the party to see it. I mean, I'm to. all for it. Dawnflower library or bust at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get Solus back on his feet so that he can kill me when I act up again. <laughs> Billiam, let's get them to the edge of town, and then I think you and I should investigate these boots. Sounds good to me. Keshek and Tovin, are you able to take him? Let me be clear. These are barefoot footprints. Oh, they're not boots? No, they're they're at the area where these bog mummies were, right? So... Mm-hmm. 
you could infer that they were those things oh. that were walking into the bog. Sorry, I didn't want you to go on a crazy wild goose chase. Oh, well, then everything I just said was stupid. That's cool. I just didn't want you to be like, well, why didn't you tell me they were barefoot? That's fair. That's, that's is what that I your like. impression of Jake? That is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. You're so going to head back to the Dawnflower Library then? I'm I'm going to as we're as we're going through town. I'm still going to be keeping my eyes absolutely darting back and forth, watching for Carmen to come across my view. Yeah, you all you guys have the sword, so <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you just hurl it at him like uh, Geralt does in the first episode of the Witchard series, and like right in his neck. <laughs> no, I sure as shit fucking won't. I'm keeping that goddamn sword, and I'm bringing it to the fucking mayor, and he can give it to whatever Ferasmin bullshit's going on here with whatever silly arrangement they've got going on. If I see Carmen Rajani, I'm gonna tell him to suck my balls and try to uh, hold up my cloak and prevent Tovin from seeing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> cast blindness on Tovin. Yeah, Solus can't stop him right now. Fucking shit. I cast restoration. Power <laughs> word, blind. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> All right. So, you make your way to the Dawnflower Library. I'm assuming that you're going there with all haste. Oh, And you yeah. make your way in, triumphantly as always. Um, And there's several acolytes just kind of making their way around, you know, doing their prayers. It's still the morning, right? It's still 8, yeah. 9 in the morning. Oh, by the way, I stopped carrying Borbo by one end. Wrist and uh, I tied his wrists around my neck so I can carry. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys had Borbo too. Yep. Yeah, so you're just dragging him in that you know piece of goblin leather. No, I'm <laughs> not. He's on me like a like a like he's behind me. Dragging him in, you're bringing him in as a turn yeah. of phrase. Yes, we're we're bringing our preserved goblin friend. And <laughs> yes, yep. turns out this is the horse thief sheriff. <laughs> and you make your way in, and you actually see uh, Tomric is still there convalescing which you know makes sense and he's in the healing room and there's a couple attendants of Seren Ray there uh, dealing with him and he's out he looks like he's in the most deep peaceful sleep he's ever been in in his entire life which is probably pretty good after the last couple days he's had and you can see Vandy up on the second floor on a like a imagine it's like a big atrium and there's a uh, walkway around the outside. Imagine like the Capitol building, the Capitol Rotunda, mm-hmm. the big open yeah. area up there. And there's walkway all the way around it. It goes off to the different wings of the library. And you see her up there and she's um, looking at a book and then placing it on a cart. It's like she's trying to place the books back in the shelving area, right? Probably a job that's below her, but she's a bookworm. She enjoys it. Um, and she's paying no heed to you at all. She is... Engrossed. Is the library required? Yes. Bandy, please, this is an emergency. Tovin is er, er, Solus is not well. Excuse me, is there a place we bring the dying people? It kind of echoes because it's just like this big rotunda, this big dome above you. And uh she kind of starts, you know, brings her glasses down. It looks desic. Oh, yes. Any word on the sword yet? Uh, yes, we do have it. That'll be cleared up straight away, but we have a more pressing issue at the moment. I, When we were returning from the Godlight, <clears throat> uh, we stumbled across these mummies that came out of the dirt. They attacked me and imparted some 
disease or curse unto me. And and as you breathe out, everybody can smell this rotten, decaying, peaty smell out of your mouth. Jesus, you uh, smell like odd big abana. I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. What, I'm sorry. I, I That's will not two different words. scotches. <laughs> Twice the pee, baby. <laughs> why don't, why don't you handle this then? I'll keep my mouth shut. He got bit by something repugnant, Vandy. Hey, you remember the other day when we were talking about how the gauntlet was dangerous? Hold on one, one moment. I'll be right down. And she, she has to come down. She has to, she has to come all the way around and down some stairs she and like she, down, she has to come down like the the Donkey Kong like like setup she has. It's like in a like in Monty Python, a Holy Grail with the uh, the cartoon cutaways coming down the tower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it takes like a solid five Jeez. minutes for her to show up to you because she doesn't want to yell across the library. She doesn't really know how urgent this is. And as she gets there, Solus, my friend, you look like shit. It's bog rot, and that, uh, he, I just gestured to the other guys. They are shit. <laughs> right? Look at the people I hang out with, of course. You are the you are the average sum of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, what seems to be the issue with you with your friend here? He seems to be a bit tongue-tied. Oh well, sorry, they're they're both all fucked up, you see. Uh one of them got bit by uh, some sort of gross uh redhead in the swamp and the other one's got some some nasty ass something's been going on for two days I don't fucking you, sorry, who's got the sword somebody give that to her and uh Solus just pulls out the sword no, don't think she no takes not the for sword. her not for not her, her. Solus puts the sword back <laughs> <laughs> what no do give to it to her no it goes to the mayor it goes yeah, to the mayor goes to the mayor well technically it goes back in the crypt Right, oh. he can put seen it in by the Ferasmans, which I guess are overseen by the fucking priestess of whatever. Yeah, we have. Yeah, no, give it to we, the sheriff so he can put it in the crypt so that he stops being a problem. All right, do you want me to go do this? Do you want me to bring this to Lotus? Yeah, I think I think that should be done while we're dealing with this. And also, uh, uh, Billion, would you accompany him? We need somebody to watch that sword until it gets into the sheriff's hands. Indeed, yeah, I'm minimally helpful at the best of times here, and I'm just gonna go ahead and. Unhook uh, Borbo and be like, flops. This thing's, this thing's <laughs> dead. Like a baby. I'm going gonna, gonna to sort of like gently prop him up like he's sitting against a wall. <laughs> be like, sorry about that. He's probably still gushing something, but I, I, I'll, I I'll better him. Don't worry about it. I yes. have my shovel. This is a line yeah, of tannic acid coming out of his mouth. Yeah, just <laughs> chloroform or Jesus. whatever. All right, Billion, let's go deliver this sword. I'm gonna hold it like a like a linebacker, right? Like you're you're running with like an oversized Is it a football long sword. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's so huge. I, it's as know, tall as I am. You know, Kashak, Let me. Let me. I, I think I can hold that. Pick it up from you. Uh, all right. Let's, it let's looks go. like a butter knife. <laughs> I'm, I am minimally helpful at the best of times. Let's go ahead and deliver this to the uh, to to Lawless Long Saddle and hopefully Osef Menendez. Let's see if we can find them both. All right, we'll stay here and tend to the wounded. Yeah. I actually want to take a look at Tomrick uh, while this is all going on, just to see if I can lend a hand. So what is it? Let me see. And she begins to examine you. I show her where the uh, the, the strange man touched me. <laughs> right, because it didn't bite you. It just hit you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Point to him touch. on the board, Oh, my God. 
Show us on the Borbo. Point on the Borbo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny. it's even funnier because it's a bird doll. <laughs> Although we have no, the, the corpse of Borbo. Point, point yeah. on the goblin. Where did the strange man touch you? I know. I just I want it, I want that doll to be in our possession so much right now. <laughs> and uh, she looks at the place where he touched you, and it looks like you know, um, that your veins almost look like they're filled with dirt. It's like you have brown track marks up your arm from where it touched you and it you know she pulls up your your shoulder and it's going up to your neck and you start to have these like little brown things under your skin um that it looks like your your veins are literally full of shit on the side of your body where you got touched by this thing um and she's like oh oh dear this is bad this is very, very bad. And she, um, she runs off, like runs into the, the healing room, right? And there's a, a large bookcase that would presumably be medical knowledge, you know? And she's like, the symptoms we can treat, I think. And then she goes and she grabs a book and she starts reading. And, um, it's in a language that you don't recognize. Uh, and you start they, she starts thumbing through it and, and you see you know, like pictures of um, like a scarab and you see several members of the Osirian pantheon as, you, as she thumbs through and she's like this I think this is a derivative of mummy rot which is very bad but that's purposeful this this, she keeps thumbing through pages over and over again. This is natural yet unnatural. This is death and, and magic and sadness and horror. This isn't just a sickness. This is something of unlife has touched you. Empty death. And it's beyond my power, I believe. Uh, Solus tries to pull his hood around and puts it over his mouth. Does that mean you will not be able to help me? I I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I don't know that there's anything in this town that can truly cure you. Then what do you recommend? Uh, Sounds like we're going to Absalom. (sighs) We are going to Absalom. So are you saying that there might not be anybody like there's not a high enough caster in town? No, there's really not first? a high enough caster in Otari like this behind inside baseball, right? There's not a high enough caster in Otari. Oh, sh- we we have to we have to go to Absalom or Absalom has or somebody from there has to come here. Well, he survived the trip, though. So quick question. What is Vandy's level? Five. Five. OK, that's not high enough. Nope. I'm just going to curse as a level four spell. We need a seventh levels caster stuff from her. I believe this may be beyond my power. We may have to get you to Absalom quickly. There are members of my order there that can heal you. Perhaps if we're quick enough. And she begins to pace towards the door, you know, like quickly run towards the door. Speed walk towards the door. Quick, we have to we have to get you a horse. Get you to get you to Absalom. That's, That's you maybe have a couple days left, but we can get you there just in time. And and as she's getting to the door, they swing open, and uh, you see Morlabend. He's like, "Yeah, Vandy, have you seen our 
oh, there you are. And she sees, he, he, he sees you like, I have very fortuitous news. Oh, I'm not sure if now is the best time, Merlin, but what, what do you have? Corvus is here. I woke up this morning and he was standing outside my shop. He's here. Oh, does, does, will he be able to tell us anything about whispering reeds? I, I do not know, but he's, he's a very... Very interested. He he may even have an interested party for for the book if 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 you happen to find it. Uh, maybe, but right now we we have to we have to take uh, Solus to Absalom. He's contracted a deadly disease. We have to leave now. We cannot help him here. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, well. Wait, a disease? What what do you need? What is it you need? I I mean I know that this is the premiere library in town, but perhaps I have something for you. I have Morlebent has a few tricks up his sleeve. We need to be able to cast Remove Curse. And I don't think anybody in town can do that. Wait. Wait. I do have quite a selection of spells. You have scrolls? In scrolls in my store. Really? Do you have Remove Curse for sale? Could we purchase it? Perhaps. Perhaps. Come with me. I'll go with him. Tovin, you can stay here with Solus if you need to. Yes. Or or you can both come. I don't know. I mean, I could put Solus in with Tomrick and I can, you know, ward medic them both. And (laughs) at at some point here, we will have to return the sword, by the way. It's already been done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they already have that. Okay. And Tovin is taking going with Morlebent back to Odd Stories. Um, am I? I thought that's what you said. Sorry. Oh no, I was saying I can stay here with Solus. You are staying, and I can okay. stay with Solus and, and work on Solus and and uh, Tomric while they're doing that. Yeah. When they come back, tell them where I've gone. Uh, I, and by them, I mean Keshek and Billiam. You may be back before they and are. Morlebent. Uh, so. <laughs> Morlebent. Um, goes as quickly as he can. He he notices, and you've never noticed this before because you've not really seen him out and about the town. He walks with a pretty severe limp. Oh, he's he's not very quick on the on the street. Oh, well, I'm, um, I'm not going to rush him then, right? Uh, and he's he's making his way. He's like, have you you found anything interesting in there yet? I we found of interesting, yes, terrifying. Yes, it's progressively getting worse, it seems. Any books? Any books? Remember, I'm always looking for interesting books. Didn't we grab a handful of books? You did not make the check. We did. We, yeah, that's we, right. You yeah, were trying were to, they were trying to help yeah. you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, we. I found a... We did find a library, but we didn't have time to check anything. Oh, well, that's a shame. Let me know if you find anything. And uh, you're getting closer to odd stories. You're, you're, you're nearly there. Um, Can I sense motive that? Or society? Go ahead. Yeah, do a perception check. A perception? Okay. Uh, natural 7 for a 16. He seems very keenly interested in books. There's nothing about what he's saying that would give you anything other than he's just a bibliophile. And he likes okay. interesting books he's never seen before. Gross. Okay. Just wanted to try and make sure he's on the level. 
Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just follow him back to his store. Uh, All right, you make it back in there. Uh, his uh, husband is working with somebody trying to sell them a lovely collection of fiction by a local writer. Uh, it's called uh, The Fisherman's Tale of Tamler Tandervale. And uh, you are greeted by him. He sees that Morlebent is with him. Oh, dear, I'm glad you found them so quickly. Morlebent says, yes, yes, we have an emergency. I, I need to find our scroll case. Okay. Give me a moment. And uh, he seems more sure on his feet now that he's in here, right? He's not limping as he's much. Home. It's like he's he's home, right? It turns out he's a ranger. This is his favorite terrain. Ah, I like it. Odd story's favorite terrain. And he gets this big chest, and it's full of scroll cases. And he's just rifling through them, trying to find something. And, you know, all of these, um, if you were to take the time to check all these, these are all really low-level things. And it's kind of worrying you, because it's all things like level one magic missile and stuff like that. You're not thinking that you're going to find anything super, super rare in there. Okay. That's not good. And... um, He's like, oh, yes, this may be it. And you, he pulls out the scroll case, and it's really, really ornate. Um, it looks like it has the uh, holy symbol of Irori on it, actually. Oh, wow. And he opens the scroll case, and he pulls out a scroll, and he opens it up. He says, oh, yes. Remove curse. And we'll see you next week. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I can pay for it. We What's can pay for price? it. <laughs> right? I'm just wondering because I would have spent 36 gold on some <laughs> scrolls, and that's this might be beat on that. <laughs> uh, I was I was gonna pick you up some preparation H token. Our friend Tim uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo E, used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Characters and original storylines are the property of Roll for Intent. Music for this podcast provided by Dark Fantasy RPG Studio, Michael Gilvey, Kevin McLeod, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. 